This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Audio News Brief for Wednesday, April 14th, 2010. Uh, the big news today is uh, Dana White went on uh, Jim Rome is Burning on ESPN uh, and had a number of comments uh, uh, about Anderson Silva and uh, revealed his next next fight. Uh, Silva will take on Shell Sonnen in his next bout. Uh, MMAJunkie.com reports that um, that fight could come August 7th. Uh, in Utah, Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, don't know whether that'll be a pay-per-view event or um, what what they'll have with that, but it'll be the the UFC's first uh, trip to the state of Utah, uh, and they're looking at the Energy Solutions Arena, which is the home of the NBA's Utah Jazz. But uh, Sonnen versus uh, Silva is the next UFC middleweight title fight. Um, and uh, and White had a lot of pointed comments for Silva when he talked to uh, Jim Rome this afternoon, saying, um, we'll find out in this next fight if I got through to him or not. He's got a real tough fight coming up because his next fight's going to be against Chael Sonnen, and Chael Sonnen is one of the these guys who's not going to lay back, not going to do what these other guys did. Um, uh, he said, um, Chael Sonnen's going to want to take the fight to the ground, but he's going to double-leg him and bring him down. Um, he, he went on and said he uh, he was uh, he personally thinks Silva was embarrassed by what he did that night. Maybe he had a mental breakdown. I don't know what happened in the ring. But uh, uh, he said, if Silva ever acts like that again in the ring, I will cut him. I don't care if he's the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. I don't care if he's in the middleweight if he's the middleweight champion. I will cut him absolutely. So, um, not even a veiled threat to Silva if if he um, pulls off another. Uh, circus act in, in uh, the cage like he did against Damian Maya um, last Saturday and like he did against Talos Leitis last April um, and as he was on his way to doing against Patrick Cote uh, in October of 08. So, uh, you know, this is a pattern that's been set for every middleweight title defense for a while um, and he'll be going for his seventh straight title defense against Sonnen and, uh, I mean, I... The trash talk is going to be epic for this fight. Sonnen's already come out um, making statements saying that nobody cares about Anderson Silva, um, how he was, uh, he couldn't even watch the entire fight um, last last Saturday and, and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, Sonnen's got nothing but bad things to say about Anderson Silva, and he has for some time now. Um, he, he just plain doesn't like him, and so the trash talk for the next four months is going to be absolutely um, off the charts, at least from Summon's point of view. I'm sure uh, Silva will do the same, and if he felt disrespected by Damian Maya, it's going to be even more by Chael Sonnen. Um, it, it's going to be a really, really um, interesting fight, because the build-up for it's going to be insane, but the fight itself, I mean, I, I don't know that Sonnen poses any more threat than um, Maya Lytus or Cote did, I mean, he, he certainly can bring the fight to the ground and will be trying a lot harder for the takedown than any of those previous fighters did. Um, but at the same time, uh, uh, that may just lead to him getting knocked out as he comes in for the takedown or uh, uh, Silva choking him out on the ground from his back. Uh, you know, I, I mean, Maya was able to submit him in under two minutes. He was able to control Nate Marquardt, but um, uh, Anderson Silva's a different fighter completely on the ground than they mark court, and uh, so, I mean, hopefully he'll bring the fight out of uh, Silva, 
I, I don't know um, whether we'll see anything different or not, but um, the threat is there for uh, uh, Silva that he might get cut if he performs a, a, another clown fest um, on Shell Sonnen. So uh, we'll, we'll, see what, we'll have to see what happens in August, but the, the trash talk will be quite entertaining. Uh, I personally hope they put this fight on Spike TV because Dana White was talking about wanting to give back to the, uh, the fans and, and make it up to the fans for what happened at UFC 112. And I think they're going to have a hard time selling uh, Anderson Silva against um, a not entirely marketable uh, title challenger. I mean, Sonnen is making waves with his comments, and he's, he's uh, making some entertaining comments. And his last two fights have been much better than any fight uh, that he's had prior in his career. I mean, the fight with Yushin he, he had an entertaining fight with Yushin Okami. Credit needs to be given to him uh, nonstop for having an entertaining fight with Yushin Okami, because that just doesn't really happen most of the time. Um, and then the, the, the beatdown of Nate Marquardt, I mean, it was, it was entertaining to watch him uh, pull that off. Uh, but at the same time, he's not a gigantic name. Uh, a lot of people still aren't going to see him as much of a challenge to Anderson Silva. And with the way Silva clowned out Damian Maya, um, I, I don't know that people are going to want to pay to find out if he, he doesn't do that again. So I, I think they would be smart to put this on Spike TV. Uh, they might have issues with that because just six days prior, August 1st, they're running um, their second event on Versus, so that would be two free shows uh, in, in a week's time span. But at the same time, when you're going to be asking people to pay for a pay-per-view event in, in Boston at the end of the month as well, uh, I mean, three weeks between pay-per-views, that's it's kind of cutting it close. Um and, and making it difficult for people to uh, spend the, the money for, for both shows. So unless they want to use this to, to find out what their um, low base is for pay-per-view buys, um, I think they'd be smart to put this on Spike TV and uh, uh, put Silva in that situation. Um, some other news for next weekend's WEC 48 card. Um, it will not be Todd Harris and Stefan Bonner uh, broadcasting the event. That will be Joe Rogan and Mike Goldberg's job. Uh, Rogan responded on Twitter to uh, a question about that because he posted that uh, he will be uh, at the uh, what is it, Punchline Comedy Club in Sacramento next Friday, uh, which is the day before the pay-per-view event, uh, which is also taking place in Sacramento. So he was asked point blank, uh, does that mean you and Goldberg are... Uh, uh, call in the, the show, the pay-per-view, and he said yes. So it'll be Joe Rogan and Mike Goldberg um, calling the action for WEC 48, which I think is a really good move. Dana White is promoting this card. I, th- I think we're going to have the UFC's production uh, team really working this pay-per-view event, um, and, and I think it, it, it bodes well for the success of the event, or at least the uh, production value of the event, um, to have... Rogan on color commentary with uh, a lot of the really high-end technicality that's going to be going into uh, this pay-per-view card. I mean, with Donald Cerrone, Ben Henderson, uh, Uriah Faber, Jose Aldo, um, Mike Brown on this pay-per-view main card, um, Scott Jorgensen. I mean, just the amount of really, really high level of uh, technical skill from some of the guys on this fight card. Uh, it's going to be great to hear Joe Rogan calling the action, and it's going to be a really fast-paced show uh, with with a lot of really good fights, 
And um, I, I think just having the UFC's feel for the pay-per-view event is going to do um, great things for uh, making these guys come off as bigger stars than they're portrayed on Versus because uh, Jose Aldo and Uriah Faber, uh, along with Donald Cerrone and Ben Henderson, they're going to get the complete star treatment uh, with this production and with how this show comes off. So uh, next week's show is going to be really exciting to watch, and, and it's, I mean, anyone that's on the fence about ordering it, it's so much more worth, it, it's more likely to be worth the $45 um, for the pay-per-view event than it was for last weekend's UFC 112 card. So um, you definitely need to tune in for this card and, and watch this pay-per-view because it's one that needs to be seen. Uh, finally, last thing before I sign off, uh, for tomorrow night's Bellator card, there has been a change. Um, lightweight Farid Cater uh, has been taken out of the lightweight tournament. Uh, he came up with uh, appendicitis and has been pulled from the event. So uh, former WEC fighter James Krause steps into his spot. Um, Toby Amato was supposed to fight Cater next week at Bellator 15. He has now moved up to tomorrow night's show in Chicago to face James Krause. So uh, a little bit of a change there. Um, the featherweight bout between Patricio Freire and William Romero has been moved to next week's uh, card. So um, that we will have uh, delayed coverage again. Um, Bellator, the next three weeks, uh, is preempted for Minnesota Twins games. Um which is kind of ridiculous from FSN North because tomorrow's game is a day game and they're putting on a replay at night. Uh, so um, I don't get to watch Bellator again live. Uh, it'll be a not even a live baseball game. It'll be a replayed Minnesota Twins game tomorrow night. But we will have our round-by-round -round report um, beginning as soon as that broadcast is done. Uh, so we'll have that report up tomorrow night and then um, more coverage of that on Friday and uh, even more as we head into Strikeforce uh, Nashville on CBS Saturday night. Um, so that's what we've got for today. Thanks for listening once again. This is Jamie Penick signing off.